Welcome to the Inside Eco Devo podcast. I'm your host, Eric Thurman. On this episode, we're discussing the Missouri Technology Corporation Idea Fund. And our guest for this episode, I will allow her to introduce herself. Hi, I'm Julia Campbell, and I'm the Idea Fund Manager for Missouri Technology Corporation. Welcome. Happy to have you here. Thank you for having me. I'm sure there's a lot that we can uh, dive into here with the Idea Fund. But let's just start basic. What is the Idea Fund and what is its purpose? So the Idea Fund is a state-sponsored venture capital program that's part of Missouri Technology Corporation. So Missouri Technology Corporation has a mission of supporting technology and innovation as well as impacting the overall economic development in Missouri. And we do that through a mixture of grants and direct funding. And so the IDEA Fund is our direct funding program. MTC is a public-private partnership with the state of Missouri. We operate as a nonprofit. And through the IDEA Fund, we'll award direct investments, equity investments, into early-stage technology companies with high growth potential. With this IDEA Fund, how does that contribute to the overall ecosystem of technology startups, early stage companies, and the whole shebang? Early stage technology companies that are typically will generate out of an idea that someone will have based on you know, something that they're you know, doing in their day-to-day work or just some idea that they have. And they will generate that idea. Once it starts growing legs and if they identify that it's on a high growth trajectory, they will oftentimes need venture funding in order to take that to the next stage, maybe to develop a you know minimal viable product, to advance it to commercialization, to get it to scale within you know their designated target market. And so that venture funding that will help them grow and scale, we can participate in that. Across Missouri, we have been developing our venture, you know, capital, I guess, partners across the state different parts of the state kind of have more developed ecosystems than than others. And what the Idea Fund really does is it catalyzes that investment from other, you know, venture capital partners and catalyzes that into additional funding, either drawing additional funding to those companies from within Missouri or from outside the state to Missouri. When you're looking at Missouri holistically, when you're going to bring out this Idea Fund, is there any difference per region? Is it kind of like the parameters of this fund is the same, or is it kind of tailored to different sections based on what is needed for that section? It's not segmented to whatever industries are prominent in each region. We really have a goal of distributing the funding as equally as as we possibly can across the state, but it does require companies to apply and to meet our criteria to advance through our process. And we are looking for a mixture of high quality investment opportunities, as well as the economic impact that will come from that round of funding. So we're looking for that two, you know, the twofer of a combo. And so, you know, we do see certain industries kind of prevalent in parts of the state that might be developing more, you know, biotech or ag tech or software kind of technologies. We see that, but we don't have a preference necessarily where we're really just looking for the best opportunities. Right. You mentioned outside the state. Is it just for Missouri or neighboring states, can they take part too? So the Idea Fund is just for companies based in Missouri or planning to relocate to Missouri. Uh, I see. So the companies need to have a long-term interest in being in Missouri and having that significant presence. But for the venture investment, we have a, a co-investment model where alongside MTC's investment, the companies will have to get additional funding to match ours in a one-to-one 
match. And that funding can come from anywhere. So we're really looking for this funding, MTC's Idea Fund, to catalyze the additional funding into Missouri. And when you say co-investment model, what do you mean by that? What is what yeah. is that? It's something that I think has caused confusion, so I'm, I'm happy to dive into that. Okay. <laughs> so um, MTC typically likes to invest in about 10 to 25% of their overall funding round. So let's say a company is is going to be raising $400,000. You know, $100,000 would be our kind of sweet spot in what we would, or, or less, would be what we would uh, typically like to invest in. And so companies will apply for the idea fund, and they'll say that they're requesting a certain dollar amount, depending on the program that they apply under. And if they're awarded and the investment committee and the board will approve of the investment, those companies will then use that award to close the rest of their round and get that additional match. So the one-to-one match will come from a private source. So typically it's going to be individual angels, angel groups, seed capital firms, venture capital firms, depending on which program or or stage that they're in, and they will secure that one-to-one match in order to get MTC's investment. So we really strongly believe that co-investment ensures that we're investing in the most promising early stage startups, that they can go out and fulfill their round and get that match and it, to a certain extent, de-risk our investment. Gotcha. When you're talking about them getting that investment, and this funding that goes out the door from you guys, how do you guys make sure that the invested company, that it aligns with the focus that you guys have? How this works is that companies will apply to the MTC Idea Fund. They will submit an application by a certain deadline. And then we will have an initial review of those applications. And typically the top quarter of companies from that review will be invited to pitch to our investment committee. The investment committee will review those pitches that the companies deliver. And from that, they will make a recommendation to our board for which companies to invest and in and for how much. So within that process, we are looking for a lot of things that typical investors are looking for, typical standard investment criteria. So we're looking for the overall product and there's or, or the service. How innovative is it? What is the overall market size? Is there the potential for them to capture a significant portion of that? What is their business model? Is it scalable? The overall team, does their team have the appropriate experience or expertise in their area to execute on the next stages of the business? And then have they performed some kind of traction, either against, you know, in research and development, either putting together an MVP or gaining traction in a certain, you know, target market? And then the overall investment opportunity. What are the chances that this company will go out and actually be able to secure that additional risk capital that they will need in order to receive MTC's investment? So we're looking at all those different areas um, throughout the process, which makes it kind of tricky to say, okay, it's this one thing that we're looking for, but we really are looking for companies that have that high growth trajectory where this capital can be really catalytic for them. And those things that you were just mentioning there, I'm guessing, fall under the criteria of the businesses that are going to be eligible to to get this. Uh, Is there anything beyond the few things that you had listed out there? So economic development is a huge piece of what we're looking at. So we're looking for companies that can have some kind of economic impact in the state of Missouri. And that could be with creating jobs in the state, either short term or long term. It could be with contributing to a tech cluster that's prevalent here or helping to develop the ecosystem within a region. 
So we're really looking for companies that will bring that strong case to us of the economic impact that they can have, either in the short term or the long term. Typically, companies who come to us, you know, if they're in the tech launch program, might have, you know, minimal <laughs> jobs that they're creating because they're just not at that stage yet. But we would hope that from one year from the from the date of award for a company that would be in the venture capital program, that they would be developing, you know, creating some jobs here in Missouri from that kind of level of investment. Anything that would disqualify a, a company from being able to take part in these funds? It is competitive. <laughs> it, it, it's competitive partially because, you know, we are looking for that combination of investment opportunity and the economic impact. But we also are holding this on a quarterly basis and we have this new funding. So it's kind of getting out there. The word is getting out that we have this funding that's available. And so it is fairly competitive, but we are really hoping that the companies who are leveraging some kind of innovative technology or intellectual property and who plan to stay in Missouri for the long term that they you know know about us and and actually submit an application. Just talking about the funding and how it all goes out, we've probably danced around this a, a little bit, but what is typically the investment size that you guys are doing when it comes to an idea fund and how does that contribute? to the overall funding round or the investment for the companies? Yeah, good question. So we have three different programs right now. We have a tech launch program, which is going to be for companies that are typically going to be in the pre-seed stage. So through the tech launch program, companies can apply for up to $100,000 in funding. And we, you know, have this loose guidance that maybe they've raised less than $250,000 to date. The round size might be between $500,000 and $1 million. And so these, this is going to be for companies that are looking either have have developed a minimum viable product, an MVP, or companies that are still in that research and development phase or companies that are, you know, have the MVP or looking to kind of get that out and, and do more customer discovery to see which markets would be a potential for them. So that's the tech launch program. Then we have the seed capital program, which is going to be $500 up to $500,000 of investment that companies can apply for. And that's going to be for companies that have potentially raised between 500000 and $2 million to date, and would be having a, rounds, a funding round of between $1 million and $5 million. So those are loose criteria. Not all companies are going to fit into that. Some companies are going to be bootstrapped before this and not have raised anything to date and then coming to us, and that's fine too. We just try to give this criteria so that companies can kind of know which bucket to apply for. The third program that we have is the venture capital program, and that's typically going to be for Series A stage companies. They can apply for up to $2 million in funding, and that would be typically for companies that have raised around $2 million to date, uh, but might be raising around a $5 million to $20 million. So companies that raise over $20 million typically are not going to be a, a fit for our program or our funding. But in general, we advise for companies to apply for between that 10 and 25% of their total funding round for MTC. And then they will have to take into account that they will be required to get a, a matching one-to-one -one investment from a private source that will be married up with our investment. So companies that are designated to receive the MTC award, we can close an investment within 90 days with our due diligence process, but the companies have 12 months to actually close their funding round. We hope that this time window that we provide to awarded companies is helpful to them so that they can use the MTC award 
to go out and secure additional funds. We hope that they will come to us when they are having initial conversations with investors, trying to put together the details of their round, maybe how much they're thinking about raising, what's the feedback that they've received from venture investors or angels, and who might be participating. That's the perfect time to apply to MTC so that we can put them through our process, which takes about three months from the point that applications are due until the awards are made. And then from there, you know, we can do a quick turnaround, marry up our investment with the matching funds and we're off to the races, or they can take our award and go out and raise the rest of their round and then come to us once they've, you know, finished. Something I was just thinking about listening to you lay out the funding amounts, you know, 500,000 million up to 20 million. These aren't small numbers. Maybe in the world of business, like, oh, 20 million, they say it's so easy. That's a lot of investment, a lot of capital. What do you guys typically see that businesses are achieving with amounts upwards to that? Typically in the venture capital round, we're seeing companies that have really gained some traction on their sales, who have gained some traction in their target market and might have gone through different avenues in order to get there. You know, maybe they've had a few pivots along the way. But at the venture capital stage, we're typically seeing companies that really have a strong hold on what their product and service is offering, strong value proposition. They're gaining traction with their sales and they're really ready for those series A funds to kind of like pour gasoline on the fire. Right? Right. Uh, so that's the perfect kind of company that we are looking for, I think, with that kind of level of funding. The one thing that, that I, I didn't mention earlier was that For the venture capital program, companies will have to come to us with a lead investor identified. It's a large amount of capital that we are willing to invest. And if you think about the $2 million, that's going to be still within that 10 to 20% of the overall funding round. So it's not an insignificant amount of money. And so we want to know that they have a lead investor identified so that we don't allocate that money and have it linger there and then we can't have it closed. The other programs, no lead investor needs to be identified. They can still be very early. They can just have had some conversations. The strength of their application will be enhanced if they have had commitments, soft commitments, something like that, but it's certainly not a requirement. For venture capital program, they do need to have that lead investor. What's the typical size of a business with the amounts that we're talking about? Small, medium, large, all of the above? So these are early stage companies typically. So they might have five or less employees. We have, I think, 37% of our companies have less than five employees when they're applying for funding. We're hoping that with this funding, the MTC Idea Fund, plus their additional investment that they're able to secure, can really grow those businesses to 30, 50, 100 employees in a fairly short period of time. That's where that high growth trajectory really can have that huge economic impact is that they are growing really quickly, they're on that path, and they're likely going to be needing talent to support that growth. And so we're hoping that those businesses, you know, Tech Launch, the pre-seed companies, that could be one founder, that could be, you know, one or two people who are really in that business. Seed Stage could also be a pretty small team. Venture Capital, we've seen slightly larger teams, but still pretty small in the scheme of things. But we hope that with each round of funding that they are growing their team and they're hiring people in Missouri to do that. And then what kind of 
I'm, I'm guessing it's probably a, a wide range depending on the region, but what kind of businesses do you guys typically see? I'm guessing something with tech because yes. you're Missouri Technology Corporation, but I guess maybe more pointedly, like what kind of products and services or their aim or mm-hmm. on what part of an industry sector, perhaps? We see a lot of variety. <laughs> um, so MTC is technically industry and sector agnostic. So we do have certain areas of focus, which are going to be human health, ag tech, plant sciences. We have applied engineering, which is essentially software, and then defense. But we see a huge variety, and we have a huge variety within our portfolio. So we really encourage companies that have some kind of technology that is innovative, that might be they've developed some some intellectual property that they consider applying. We have companies that are in the enterprise software space. We have ones that are focused on healthcare tech, that are in the human resources kind of space, working on workforce development. We have companies that are in biotech, developing vaccines, developing all kinds of scientific human health solutions. And so we really encourage anyone who's doing anything with technology to consider MTC. And that variety, I'm guessing, is very good at the end of the day for economic development. Because yes. the more diverse you are, the more sectors you get your, the more pies you get your fingers in, more money coming in. Absolutely. And and, and we see certain areas uh, across the state that, that might have a focus, right? Because of the industries that have been prevalent there over the years, because of the corporations that have set up shop there, that they have cultivated groups of talent there. And so then the businesses kind of thrive. So we've seen that across the state that we will be more likely to see certain kinds of applicants from those industry sectors coming from certain parts of the state, but we don't have a preference for it. And we really um, are, are looking for innovation wherever it's happening across Missouri. With all the companies that are applying uh, the vast majority of varieties and all that that you're just saying through the Idea Fund. Can you share some success stories or notable examples of companies that have received uh, investments from the Idea Fund that kind of put the use of these funds in perspective on how they can help companies? Yeah, so one of our most notable ones is Benson Hill. We were involved in an early round, some of the first money in for them. That company has gone public since our investment. So that is certainly going to be like a case that we kind of shine up. But I I really like to also highlight that we are working with a lot of companies that maybe most people across Missouri might not know about, (laughs) might not have heard about. So it's not going to be like a name that most people would 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 recognize because we are investing in them really early and we're and we are in it for the long haul. These early stage investments typically have an eight or 10 year time horizon. Benson Hill, I think it took 10 years from our initial investment until their exit. So we are focused on working on with companies that are at those early stages and having this money really be a way to to help them continue on that high growth trajectory, to help catalyze the technology and the innovations happening, but also to secure additional funding. So in January, so far this year, because this year is the first year that we have had our SSBCI 2.0 funding available. So we are now taking applications on a quarterly cycle and reviewing them. So before that, we were doing one cycle a year, but now we're doing this four times a year. So we just are having more and more companies go through our process and also designating these awards. 
These awards have that 12-month time horizon, so we will have a gap of time between when we have awarded the companies and when they become a member of our portfolio. But I'm really excited about the companies that we've awarded in the you know in the last couple cycles. Since January of 2023, we've awarded 23 companies with nearly $7 million, or averaging about $2 million per cycle. And we've done, on average, eight companies per cycle. So these are going to be companies that are going to be in the tech launch, in the seed, and in the venture capital programs. Each cycle is going to have a different makeup of maybe it's going to be more seed companies in one, maybe it's going to be more venture capital you know, companies in one. So it's not going to be totally even. But one of the companies that I think showcases the impact that this funding can have, Genoscopy is a company that's based in St. Louis. They have a solution that an at-home detection treatment for detecting colon cancer. I think that they're, that that one of their competitors is Cologuard, which you might have seen one of their one of their commercials. But they have an innovative solution for like a different kind of uh, demographic of patients. So they have a real opportunity in front of them. I had the opportunity to work with them in my previous career before MTC at Arch Grants, based in St. Louis. And they received investment in one of their first rounds from MTC. They have gone on to raise Series B. I think they're on their Series C. We're really excited to see what that company has gone on to do, how it's grown. And I think it's a good example of what we are hoping to see from these early stage funding is that it's the funding that happens at the right time that really allows that company to continue its development along its journey, whichever journey that is, if it's on a biotech kind of like federal approval path, or if it's on just working on gaining traction in their space and gaining customers, but hoping that these companies will be hiring talent in order to support their growth. Is that typically the kind of business that's that you work with through this, a business that's kind of already established, but they haven't really grown much versus somebody who's like, I have no employees, I have no business, I have an idea, give me money so I can make it a reality. Yeah. The companies that are in that idea stage where it's okay, it really kind of exists on paper. It's this idea, but we haven't really worked on it yet. That would be too early for the idea fund. So those companies we typically will direct to our partners. As you might know, MTC has this whole grant program where we will award grants to entrepreneur support organizations who are working directly with founders across and business leaders across the state to help them develop their businesses. So the business needs to develop to a point of being ready for that venture capital in order to come to the idea fund. So they will have to have some kind of traction on their business, either with developing their product or with identifying what their innovative solution will be. They will need to have something to work with. Otherwise, we don't think that that they will be able to secure those additional funds that are required for us to make our investment. So these are businesses that are typically, we're already in the game. We kind of know what we're doing. We just need a little help. So when it comes to the funds, there's probably not a whole lot of pitfalls or, or tips that you need to give them to to be successful that they're probably already on the road to just, hey, we need the funds to implement what we are planning to do. Well, so the early stage path of startups is not really linear. <laughs> um, there's lots of zigs and zags. So they need to be confident in their convictions, but it's a risky game, you know, that these early stage companies, they might have an idea that they're going to go in one direction. They're applying for funding to help them with that with that next stage of their business. 
maybe it'll work out, maybe it won't. You know, I mean, it's just the earlier they are, the riskier that they are. So tech launch, we're going to probably see the riskiest companies. Seed stage, also still pretty risky. Venture capital, okay, they've got some traction. They figured out maybe some of the earlier pivots that they've had to make along the way. And they really have that clear vision of where the growth opportunity is. So they don't have to have everything figured out before they come to us. They can just kind of be at the right stage for where their business is at that time, but they need to be able to convince other investors to come along with them on that journey in order to get our funds. Any kind of fail safes that MTC has in play in case an investment doesn't pan out the way it should? We have this quarterly cycle where we are closely monitoring how much we are awarding and how much uh, we are actually investing in these companies. We know that not all of these investments are going to work out, that we're going to say, okay, we're going to give, what, 23 companies awards. Some of those companies might not be able to go, you know, secure that matching fund and receive our investment. But we're going to keep putting that money out the door, those awards out the door. If a few don't, that we have more in the pipeline, that can take that place. With the SSBCI funding, we are aiming to award between like eight and 10 million per year so that we can qualify for our additional tranches of that funding that could be very impactful if we can get all that money out the door for Missouri in the next eight years. <laughs> <laughs> what are the long-term goals or maybe the aspirations of the Idea Fund? The Idea Fund has been around for some time. You know, our goal is is to make these investments in these businesses that will have an economic impact on our state for the long term, helping develop those tech clusters. And ideally, I think the long-term goal is that some of those investments pan out, right? And we have a return there, and then we can use that money to either invest in additional companies or use those returns to help on the grant side and developing those ecosystems, those partners that are supporting entrepreneurship across our state. So I think that long-term my goal is to is to be able to get this funding out the door to the highest, the most highest promising companies, to the you know best companies we can identify across the state, but also for those companies to then a portion of them to be to be able to grow and become, you know, ma- major players in our economy in the future. And in terms of fostering entrepreneurship and innovation in the tech sector, how does the future look in terms of the idea fund of uh, furthering that? Missouri has grown a lot in terms of our ecosystems across the state. Certain areas have probably just had more time to develop than others, but there is a lot of interest in um, in participating in entrepreneurship and innovation. And I think that what MTC's goal is to really to connect the different ecosystems across the state so that entrepreneurs can more easily navigate where those resources are, tap into that, and then ultimately generate more investment investable companies that have the ability to apply for MTC funding and grow with it. So our goal is really to be able to to support that larger Missouri ecosystem through the grants and through this direct funding opportunity that they both kind of work together in order to rise what do they say? All boats rise, right? Um, uh, rising tide right? lifts all ships. Yes, yeah. exactly. So that is really a huge, a huge piece. I think of what MTC does is play our small part in contributing to that, you know, ecosystem development.
we might have touched on this with all the questions that we've had for uh, the idea fund, but I just kind of want to ask it outright. When we're talking about future trajectory of these funds and whatnot, where is the flexibility in adapting to how industries change over time and how businesses have to adapt to new technologies and, and what have you? The flexibility of the idea fund in that regard. Because the idea fund is industry agnostic, we really have that flexibility kind of built in, right? We are hoping that that you know companies are meeting the needs of today, uh, are meeting the needs of tomorrow, actually, and that they will apply and that and that that will contribute to the overall what we need in society from a technology standpoint. So. That is built into our model where we might see in early stages that there's like a wave of of a prominent industry sector and then that kind of dies out and then a new one kind of crops up. That has been how the startup community has been operating for years. Right now, there's a huge wave of, you know, AI and machine learning and those kinds of companies. I think, you know, in St. Louis specifically, we're likely going to be seeing potentially in the next couple of years a rise of the geospatial kind of companies that could come up, come about because of the NGA there. So I, I know that some of these industries will rise and fall, and that also will follow the same kind of cycle as what the venture capital community is interested in investing in. They're going to have certain areas that they might be like really hot areas that they're looking to invest in. And so that would be a good opportunity for MTC to you know invest in companies in that kind of area because their potential of getting those matching funds would be high. You talking about the rise and fall of certain sectors kind of just made me think, are you guys looking at it in a way of forecasting tech sectors where, okay, we kind of see a trend, let's get on the train or be ready to get on that train to to roll with this as soon as possible? Or is it you guys are kind of adapting as the industries are adapting? So we are definitely staying on top of the trends. It's something that we are monitoring constantly. Um, We need to be able to know that these companies that we are awarding today have the potential of getting those matching funds. So we definitely need to stay on top of of the venture capital trends. But we also need to understand what's happening in each of the communities and which companies will really have the resources in that area to thrive. And I think that company that is in a certain sector where they're in a region that has a lot of those resources, their potential of thriving is going to be higher. I think that also speaks to the kind of our, our methodology around connecting the resources across the state so that in a certain region that might just be have one specialty, but a company in a different area wants to be living there and operating there, that they can tap into those resources across the state and access what they need. So it's it's definitely something that we're staying on top of, but we also are kind of at the, at least at the Idea Fund, we're at the mercy of who actually applies to us. Speaking of trends, anything that you guys are looking at on the horizon, I'm sure AI is, is one of those things, as, as you mentioned, but anything beyond that that you guys are like, well, this, this keep an eye on this, this might be a thing. I wouldn't say one thing in, in particular. I think that it's just something that we're looking at as being across the state. We have certain ag tech in, in St. Louis is obviously going to be a prominent sector of technology companies potentially coming out of there. that with what's happening at Danforth Plant Science Center and 39 North. We have the companies that are coming out of BioSTL and and BioGenerator in Kansas City. I know that we have a lot of companies that are going to be more in the enterprise, you know, software space that certainly we're paying attention to. And they have a burgeoning, you know, healthcare tech group that is gaining traction. And and we're excited to see what kind of companies come out of that. So we are definitely monitoring what those areas are across the state and what technologies and companies that they're 
presenting to us? Well, I think uh, we've covered a lot of ground with the Idea Fund. Yeah. I'm sure there's additional <laughs> ground that could always be covered. I'll just open it up to you. Is there anything about the Idea Fund that we didn't discuss that you would think listeners would want to know? We covered a lot of it. The only thing that I would want to say is that in 2024, we have four cycles. So in the January 2024 award cycle, we have a November 15th deadline for 2023. For the April award cycle, we have February 7th as our application deadline. For the July cycle, we have May 8th. And we have for the October cycle, August 7th. So if that seems to coincide with any companies who are raising funds and, uh, you know, looking for additional, you know, investors for them to consider the MTC Idea Fund, they can always reach out. My contact information is, I think, on every single page of our website. Um, And uh, don't hesitate to reach out if you have any questions. And we hope that if that coincides with their investment cycle, their investment journey, that they consider applying to us. Uh, And if you would, just remind listeners of that website URL. Yes, so it's uh, www.missouritechnology.com. Perfect. Julia, thank you so much for sitting down and giving us all this great information. This was fun. Yeah, perfect. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Inside EcoDevo. We have great episodes coming your way every two weeks, so be sure to subscribe. Also, we want to hear from you, our listeners. Tell us what economic development topics you want to hear more about. This helps us fulfill our motto of helping Missourians prosper by bringing content to our listeners that they want to hear. Leave a comment on an episode or send an email to ded.communications at ded.mo.gov and stay tuned for more Inside EcoDevo.